Welcome to the Solo Venture Podcast. My name is Lee Payton, and along with co-founder Reese Harris, we'll discuss the tools and mindset you need for successful remote entrepreneurship. So whether you're new to freelancing or have an established online business, we'll help you to earn more, work less, and become irreplaceable. So framing. Today we're going to talk about framing. I'm Lee Payton in the Dang Vietnam. I'm joined by my co-host Reese Harris. Yeah. It's a it's a big one. Um, yeah. and there's loads of books on this um, and other resources, um, and a lot of people aren't really. I mean, that people are aware of it, but not <laughs> through the frame of framing. Like they don't. Maybe people don't know what the, that specific term is, um, but it's it is essentially how we look at things <laughs> in its most simplistic form. Um, yeah. Anything like things that happen throughout your day, things that are happening in the business, how you look at the future how you look at yourself. Um, it's perception, right? Yeah, no, it's it's funny because I got up this morning and my, my mornings all start the same. Or like the night before, I'm like, I got my checklist of things I want to do. I'm organized. I'm actually excited to start my day. And then I get up in the morning and this is like kind of internal to me. I, I've had anxiety issues my whole life. I mean, nothing that I can't manage, but it's always there. And like, I have all these things I need to do. And then I always freeze up. Like I can't get started. Now, once I get started, totally fine. Like I could just roll right through a project. So I get up in the morning and I'm like, I don't want to get started. And you know this because I'll be like, hey, man, I'm working on something over here. I'm just not doing my client work. And and it's an, like being able to frame things uh, instead of looking at things like, I don't want to do this. It's client work. I'd rather do the fun stuff. And being able to frame it, you know, just as simple as, this client work I'm going to do today or this project I have to finish today is going to allow me, it's going to give me more money and allow me to do other things, being able to frame it like that. But even in its more simple form, um, somebody told me once I heard in a podcast that it's like, uh, let's say your legs hurt. Well, if your legs hurt because they're injured, it's the same pain usually uh, as if you were just doing a bunch of deadlifts or working out. But usually if you're like have if you have muscle pain or whatever from working out, like you're happy about it, you know, like you got a good workout in. But if it's from like some injury or whatever, even though it's the same pain, uh, it's you, you like think about it totally different. So it's it's just as simple as that. It's just taking whatever you have to do or whatever situation comes your way and trying to reframe it into something that's doable. It doesn't, doesn't sound so miserable. And of course, this is way easier said than done. And I spend my entire day going through this mental battle of like, oh shit, I got to sit down and do some social media ads or something, uh, you know, or something that I don't want to do. And it's just, you know, just trying to keep reinforcing and tricking your mind into making, you know, a bad situation into a good one or, or however you have to go with it, you know? It is easier said than done, and also it's it's hard to realize. But everything, I think, everything can be reframed, like even like really like ah negative bias. So I think one of the reasons we tend to see some situations as bad straight away, in I'm talking about in the context of like business, and it does apply to other things, is that we have a negative bias. We always look at what like what's the negative side. Um, and so right. when you're mindful of the fact you can reframe, you just have to be conscious of it. Um, I not on autopilot. So if something does happen in the moment, understand and prepare that you're prepare yourself for the fact that your brain is probably going to go to the most negative 
perception of what's just happened. When you're aware that that's the automatic, you can kind of override it by realizing, okay, cool. This is how my brain is automatically framing it, but I'm going to reframe it to be this. Um, You have a bunch of work that's just been thrown at you. You're working in an agency or um, any company and a bunch of work has been thrown on your desk. One, you you have to do it. So like you, you can't get out of it. So you're going to have to do it. You can either look at it and be like, fuck my life. I have to now spend the next three hours doing this, which means all the other stuff I had to do is going to get pushed and delayed. And there's consequence, consequence, consequence. And then be in a bad mood about it or realize, cool, I have to do this. Um, what is the benefit um, or the positive that's going to c- come out of it? Um, I get it all done um, really well um, with a smile on my face. Um, my boss is happy. My manager's happy. The client's happy. Um, I learn in the process. So is there actually anything I could have done myself that I've taken responsibility in some way to actually prevent that? from happening in the first place or help the organization avoid this happening um, because there, there, there is things you can do. Um, does that make sense? Yeah. And the thing is, it's like, it's not like you're, you're right when you said the work is the work. We can't get out of it. You know, so I know this is silly. This is something that I even started, you know, when I was a kid, I'm sure most people go through this too. So I fucking hated school and I hated homework and everything. It's not going to go away, uh, you know. So your your two options are, you know, be miserable while you're doing it, or try to at least enjoy it a little bit while you're doing it. So, and again, I know these things are super easier said than done, but it really just being mindful in the moment, even if that comes down to like with me, you know, with just the way I get anxious about things, where I don't want to get started, uh, I just take my day. Shit, I don't even look eight hours ahead. That's just too much for me. Like I'll think, like, okay, I got to do this much within the next hour and then X amount. And then I'm watching my little Pomodoro timer on the computer. I only have to make it 45 minutes and then I get to take a break and walk around and listen to a podcast or something. So, but again, it's, you can really take your, your workload and turn it into a good day or a bad day or a really bad day. It's like when I went to leave Florida and I wasn't sure what type of job I was going to do. I knew I wanted to get into writing because at the time, and still is a great job copywriting. Uh, I didn't know what else I could do remotely. I'm not very artistic or anything like that. So I thought, well, I'll try this copywriting thing out. And it just, I, I still, of course, to this day, have imposter syndrome. It doesn't matter now. I think I'm up to, um, what, back to talking about me again. I'm up to like 180 projects or something like that. I still, every time I hit submit, on something or hit send on an email. I'm like, Oh, that totally sucked. You know, um, it's never happened that way. I've never been fired from something. I maybe later today, I don't know, but I, I had those like to get started. I had to overcome a lot of the limiting beliefs, you know, like just having to reframe, like, you know, this is exciting. This is a new job other than, I don't know what I'm doing. This is going to suck. I'm going to screw it up. You know, just having a little bit of positive mindset, getting into it. And, I had the tools in place to open and run a business, but I didn't know anything about writing or what I was, you know, getting into the, all the stuff that I do to make money now. So uh, again, 
the going into all that and starting all that was really scary and it could have been a lot more miserable. And quite honestly, had I not reframed it to be a positive, exciting experience, I probably would have given up a couple of months in, you know, not having the, the, the mindset to say, Hey, look, um, you got rejected for, and this happened a lot. It still does. I, you know, I get turned down for jobs and proposals or just don't hear back from people. And instead of taking that as like, oh man, I totally suck. It's just an opportunity to get a little bit better. You could really wrap your mind around and go down that really dark negative hole. And this goes for anything, not just writing. It goes for any type of job. You could really get screwed up if you you know look at everything in a negative light and you know, I'm failing at this. Nobody's getting back to me. Even now I put out 10 emails or 10 proposals of maybe hear back from, you know, well, out of a hundred, maybe hear back from one, I could take that as a sign of failure right now. I've got a lot of clients right now and a lot of work, but again, it's just all how you look at things, you know, and, and that's that whole limiting belief in the beginning, starting off. And even now, like every single day, it's a constant battle. So. Yeah. And you're, um, that example of like sending out proposals and then not getting them, like the reframe is, um, you're learning how to deal with re rejection. Right. Uh, and it's an important thing to handle because throughout life in all aspects, everyone's going to get rejected in some way, whether it's relationships, whether it's work, not getting a job, not getting the client, like it's going to happen. So you might as well, yeah. you can either keep, be kind of unprepared um, because for sure at the start of this journey, both of us <laughs> would have been like unprepared, like, like, um, expecting maybe success quite quickly and then realizing oh fuck it's actually going to take a bit longer um, yeah but you framed and realized well now i can handle rejection now when i want to go get new clients i know i'm going to get rejected i don't care it's like great give me the rejections give me the reasons why i didn't want to because that's going to power and fuel the successful ones because i know how i need to adjust the proposal like it's like it goes back to the other episode you either win or you learn um yeah. and i think that's super important um we we wrote down a few like limiting beliefs negative frames which i think are really good for people watching um the first one i don't have the skills or knowledge to start my own business um so one everyone has some skills and you may not realize their skills that could be in demand so the alternative could be um okay i don't maybe have the skills or knowledge to start a business in an area but perhaps i do have skills and knowledge to start my business in one area um and then you know i don't have the skills and knowledge to start my own business if you if you don't at all it's like okay i don't have the skills and knowledge to start my own business but i have the ability to learn skills and take on new knowledge knowledge that i can use to start my own business um so it's do you see what i mean it's like one the initial belief is like it's hopeless. I can't do anything. So it's actually like, no, well, what can you do right now? If you can't do something right now, you don't focus on the fact that you don't have the skills right now. You focus on the fact that you have an ability to learn the skills. So that's the stage you're at. And that's what you focus on, which is more positive because it is, um, it's something you can do. Yeah. And it, it's stuff all compounds too. And I, I, and I'm not going to repeat myself here, but it's hard to, you can't compare yourself to somebody else's middle or end. I know I say that all the time, but it's so true. It's like, you know, you look around, especially these days with social media, you know, you look at Instagram or anything else, um, not to call that one out particularly, but 
you see all these successful people. Well, they're the ones that that made it that are looking back now, you know? So of course, if you go around and, and you look at like, Oh, I can't do everything that this guy did or whatever. When's the last time all these authors and, and, and famous people and the podcasters that we listen to and then that we admire, first of all, none of them have a story where they just breezed right into it. I mean, they all, they all failed dozens of times. The next point here is uh, you need a lot of money to start a business. Well, that's just not true in 2023. Uh, case in point, the stuff we're doing now, we're on a free streaming service, uh, StreamYard. Shout out with a little duck there in the corner, uh, if anybody can see it. We're obviously on the free version. We're using Adobe Voice Enhancer. I won't go through all the platforms, but um, we essentially started all this with you know, yeah, 20, 20, 20, 30 bucks a month. We're up and running here. So nowadays, you just don't need, you don't need the brick and mortar um, you have a cheap, crappy laptop to start off with, you know, so the, the money and the financial thing isn't an issue. You can make your own logo in Canva if you really want to, you don't need a website, all those things, all those things that apply to starting an online business are totally out the window now. Yeah. Um, the one thing I wanted to cover, it's from a, this was something I learned from a podcast, um, on fitness and, there was a few coaches, elite level coaches in the sport of CrossFit, and they were talking about how important about how important language is, especially like self talk, and they were reframing. Um, so the context was athletes having to do like some grueling like workouts over a peri- over a season, and you know sometimes they would be like, "Oh, I have to do this. I have to do this workout tomorrow." And the coach's approach for them to reframe was changing the language from I have to to I get to. Sure. Um, so it's coming from a gratitude angle as well. It's like I am a human being with the capabilities of doing workouts like that or even yeah. just having actual mobility to even fucking walk. Like I get yeah. to go and do you know what I mean? It's like and you could you could get you could get really simplistic with it. It's like I get to take the bin, you know, the bins out. You know, which is not something anyone really looks forward to or appreciates or even thinks about. It's just subconscious. But as someone who's in a wheelchair, it's like that's a fucking hard. That could be a really hard task, you know. Um, yeah. And we think about it because we take it for granted. So consider that with work as well. And it's like oh, I have to send thirty proposals out. It's like no, I get to send thirty proposals out because I'm running a business. I'm traveling the world. Um, for people that are further along, or you have you, the fact you have an internet connection in this world is also something not to take for granted. Um, True, and stuff like that I think is is helpful. Um, and it definitely when I when I remember to think like that, it definitely makes me happier. I'm like, yeah, oh, actually, yeah. Do you know what? I'm actually fucking happy. I get to walk every day, um, or I'm even allowed to be on a, like a, a, a laptop. It's funny because even at its simplest form, like going from I have to to I get to, like even now just saying it out loud, I'm like, oh, that's not going to work. But it really does work. Like if I say that to myself, like all these little tricks, whether it's a breathing exercise or meditation or or just positive talk, you know, like sitting and in, in speaking about it now, I'm like, oh, that's cheesy. That's not going to work for me. It does. Like it really totally does work. Just changing things in that perspective, like using it as a learning experience, uh, getting to do things. You made a really good point. I mean, there's some people that, you know, um, would love to start any type of business 
and can't. Uh, there are, as we all know, unfortunately, we're recording this in May of 2023. There's still a war going on in Ukraine right now. You know, there are probably, you know, plenty of, of people there that would much rather be somewhere else. So, you know, not to take this down that road, but, you know, uh, it, it could always be worse. And anybody lucky enough to have a YouTube connection uh, to be I don't know, lucky to be watching this. I'm not sure about that, but lucky to be able to watch this uh, should uh, at least appreciate that. Uh, but again, it's not easy. And I'll, I'll say all this now and I'll get up tomorrow or even later after this, I'll have to go do something that I, uh, I don't want to do, and I'll have to talk myself have into to it. I'll have to do it. Yeah, I I have to do a sales funnel today that I don't want to do, um, but I get to do it, so it's going to be fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, something practical that will help, I think, is. I mean, if you're watching this, the chances are you want to run a location independent business, um, a one person business. Um, something that will help is to start getting in the habit of. Um, expecting uncertainty um, and quote-unquote bad situations to happen. They are inevitable. So practice, whether that's through affirmations, if you journal, but like get into the habit of, of expecting shit to go south and, and kind of pre-programming and realizing, cool, if a bad situation happens, the first thing I'm going to do is try and reframe it straight away. It's the first action. Yeah. Um, try to build that habit, um, understand that there are going to be periods of hard work, um, and that through those periods of hard work, this is something I didn't, I, I sometimes realized, but forgot most of the time in my old, um, role at an agency. Now I always wanted to be location independent. And so there were plenty of days and months where I was in the office thinking, oh, I don't want to be doing this work, but in hindsight, I realized how much I learned through that process. And in the moment, it's hard to realize. Um, so know that you're going to go through periods that are tough, but reframe them in the moment. Don't wait till, um, till hindsight to realize, cool, this might be tough right now, but my brain is learning a lot. And in three months, in a year, I'm going to be very grateful that I now know the things I know. Um, and I built the habits or built some discipline, et cetera. Like there's always going to be a positive angle. So start building the habit, expect stuff to go south and practice um, being present and realizing and, and reframing in the moment. So you know um, that it's going to be worth it in the long term. Yeah. And, and you also have to forgive yourself too for certain things. Like, um, like if you screw up, let's say, like I hate going to the store, for example. So I, I try to practice mindfulness whenever I can. And whenever I'm grocery shopping, I just get really angry and it, it makes no sense. I mean, I just, people don't like shopping. I get that, but I, I can't stand it. I'll buy M&Ms and it makes me feel better. Um, but, <laughs> it, it, but it doesn't mean that it has to ruin the next, if I go to the store tomorrow, you know, you could, you're allowed, it's like that whole, um, you go out drinking. So, you know, fuck it. I might as well eat a pizza now, it, you know, like it, things like one thing doesn't have to be a domino into the next. So if you have a bad morning, if things don't go well and you're just, you're feeling really down about what you have to do or what your goals are, you, you didn't reach your goals. You didn't go to the gym. That's all right. The afternoon can be better. The next day it can be better than that. So it's also being mindful 
that you are being negative or that, you know, you are kind of falling into that trap, but also forgiving yourself too. Like if you have a day where you don't get shit done, but you had 10 things on your list to do, that's all right. Tomorrow's a new day. And, you know, going back to your point about uh, looking back on things now, it's always easy to look back on things uh, and be grateful to, to where it got us today. Uh, there's so much shit in my life that I was miserable doing. And some of it was pretty miserable work, but um, God, it goes by so fast though. You know, um, it's been a year and a half since I left Florida to do this job that, uh, remote work copywriting full time. And at the beginning, had you told me, cause this is how human brain works. If you told me, Hey man, you're gonna have to work hard for a couple of years, but you'll get there. I would have been like, Oh God, two years. That just seems so long. And now I'm like, that went by like that, you know? So, you know, it, if, if something seems like insurmountable and like, you know, like, oh God, I can't do this. I can't, I can't sit and, and, uh, you know, study for three months or send out X amount of proposals or, or whatever it is you have to do to get to where you want to be. And trust me, when you get there and you look back, you'd be like, shit, uh, you know, and what's the alternative? Just lay down and do nothing. And, and you're right about having to, uh, shift a lot in this job. Uh, we're having to do it now with, with AI, um, coming in and it's, it's augmenting what we're doing now. We're using it as a tool to our advantage. But I mean, we've had to reiterate our process here and our positioning a little bit with what we're doing. Uh, so, I mean, you and I are faced with it every single day. Like we'll start off thinking like, all right, this is what we're going to do. And then the next day we get hit in the face with something that will totally end what we were planning on doing. And we, we had two choices in, in those scenarios. Uh, it's like, all right, what can we do to move along with this? And you know, make, make our futures better and, and make the product better and be able to get to more people and help more people. Or, you know, what do we just give up? You know, it, it's like anything else. If it was really that easy to do all these things and a ton of people would be doing it and the money wouldn't be good. There would be no money in this if anybody could just do it. And that goes for any type of remote business. So you should want to have a challenge to get here. Like you should want it to be hard to an extent, not impossible and not painful, uh, so to speak, but you should shy away from anything that's too easy. And that goes for anything in life. We've all, we've all been in situations where it's like, you know, like this is way too easy. You know, like that girl at the bar was way too easy. And then you got to go get a penicillin shot, you know, a couple of days later, you know what I mean? So like, you got to shy away from things that are like, you know, fucking too easy to do. And, you know, I don't, it, it, we're getting off topic of, of framing here a little bit, but it all, it all ties that's together. Not, that's not going to make the cut. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. Penicillin. It's uh, you know, it's a, it's a miracle truck. So another thing that I do uh, that, so I, I'm not like a big journaling person. Um, nothing against it. I just, I, I think I write so much during the day and have to type so much during the day that I just don't feel like typing for myself. Stupid as that sounds. Um, but what I found that works for me it will work for anybody who doesn't feel like sitting in front of the computer or just writing things out. I know that they recommend you journal with a regular pen and paper. Um, but I found that if I just go for a, a walk on what's that? Does it even exist anymore? Pen and paper. I, I don't even know. Uh, I got my, I got my book here. Uh, I think I brought it with me that I bought when we did our, our first episode. <laughs> Let me see if I got my kitty book, but so what I do instead Oh, I sure do. I got this motherfucker. Yeah. yeah. I got this at the <laughs> store next door. Um, yeah. But what I do instead of trying to sit down and, and type out my 
uh, thoughts, feelings, whatever it is, my brain dump, whatever you want to call it, is I'll just go for a beach walk and turn on like a free transcription software app on my phone and just walk and just talk to myself, you know, and then I end up, you know, out of that getting quite a few good ideas for the day, or at least I think they're good ideas. But so when we say journaling and being mindful and thinking about things and, and writing things out, you don't necessarily have to sit down and write. You can, you know, just get out and talk into your phone for a while and, and you'd be really surprised what will would come of that. And I also noticed that if I listen to a podcast, even one that's like pretty chill, I don't really have any ideas of my own. So if I take a break during the day, and kind of wander around the building uh, and I listen to something and it could be like Tim Ferriss or somebody that that's like a low stress podcast to listen to. Um, but I just, I don't come back to my computer back to work with really any new ideas. If I listen to music or if I just have nothing, if it's just quiet, uh, all of a sudden I'm like, Oh shit, I just thought of something that I need to either add to the project or just make a note for something else that we might be doing later. And so I know that, uh, you know, everybody's inclination is like pop in a podcast, do an audio book or something. But sometimes there is something to be said about, you know, being in silence or just listening to music and not trying to consume information all the time. I weirdly do both. I, I, I never, I never listen to music when I'm out and about. If I'm doing something like work, I do it. Um, I never, it's always a podcast or nothing. Yeah. And podcasts, unless I'm really into it, I, I tend to wander. <laughs> so yeah. like listening you know like i like wonder because something's triggered a thought and then i'll get ideas from that and then usually have to like skip back because <laughs> i realize oh my god yeah. like i haven't been listening for 10 minutes or nothing um and i think probably both are quite good but definitely things that people should try um but yeah i mean going back to the initial point of like journaling or you know what can you do to help get in the, in the mindset of reframing in the moment and, and being prepared to reframe throughout the day. Um, yeah, try journaling, do what you do in terms of like, you can also just dictate. Mm -hmm. um, and even uh, like, I don't know how many times I've, I've voice noted you and then I've like said everything and I, I'm like, I don't need to send this. So I like, I delete it because <laughs> it, it helped me um, just speaking. It helped me. Uh, help me process it um but yeah journaling is a good um good approach practicing mindfulness um which is trying to be present and it's important to remember that is literally all we have like memories are memories don't exist the future doesn't exist it's literally right now and why that's important is those periods are mentioned and i'm guessing you're the same that I was in that old job and it was like the difficult days, weeks and months um, because I wasn't present and, and reframing in the present. I wasn't, um, I wasn't there. Uh -huh. I was just like, or I was making it negative myself. Whereas if I was reframing to realize, okay, cool. It is difficult. It's a challenge, but I know I'm going to come out good on the other side i would have enjoyed that present which was all i had <laughs> like yeah. i didn't have anything else it was just it would have been i would have enjoyed it more and if all we have is that present like why waste any of that with negative frames don't yeah. waste it like it's all like you're either going to decide to make that present which is your entire life in that moment negative 
or reframe it. Yeah, the, the you know, I think there's also this myth that everything we do for work because it's like the culture now like uh all the influencers and everything like uh, you know you get paid to do what you love i'm like well nobody's gonna fucking pay me to sit on the beach with a bottle of vodka you know nobody's gonna do that i mean maybe somebody could get paid for that but it's not gonna be me the, the way that the way i look at it anyway and again this is just me is like i understand that if somebody pays me to do something, it's probably not going to be fun all the time. <laughs> so that's another thing too, that people get into. They're like, Oh, I'm supposed to be doing what I love. Like even me, I'll get frustrated now. Like I wanted this. I, I left my old job and traveling and I'm doing all this cool stuff. Uh, I get to sit in this weird ass room with all these hotel trophies and everything else now uh, in, in Da Nang. And you know, it's, a, it's a nice place. I mean, look at all the awards we got back here. Uh, but I'm able to do that now because I do things that suck sometimes. So like I, I wanted this job. I got it. I'm doing well at it. And I understand that it's just not going to be fun all the time. You know, so like now when I get pissed off, I'm like, oh, that's right. You know, I'm getting paid to do this. So like you just said, if I'm mindful about it, I'm like, not every moment's miserable. Even the the moments that suck aren't nearly as bad as, you know, as I think that they are. And you're right. Like, this is all we got is, is the present right now. So, and there's a lot of stuff that I squandered also when I was younger, you know, working in pretty cool places that I was just miserable the whole time. You know, I spent uh, some time in DC at the White House when I was 18 and I didn't have any, like, I just, I just didn't care. I, this is a perfect example. I was in uniform. I was in the Marine Corps at the time. So I was in uniform on my feet all goddamn day, miserable. And I would just complain. We all would. We'd all complain and be miserable about it. Um, not even like, look where we're at. The president's house, you know. But no, it was just like, this sucks. I got to be on my feet. Uh, it's either too hot, too cold. And you want to talk about uh, an experience that probably would have benefited me to be a little bit present for, you know, so I know that's an extreme example, but man, we just waste so much of our lives, you know, being miserable. And if, if your job sucks that bad and you really want to get out, there are ways out. Uh, but, you know, just having that mindfulness and even like I, I do some meditation every day now for about 20 minutes. And I, I look, these are things that I did not, I didn't disbelieve a couple of years ago. I just didn't really care or didn't really look into them too much like it i don't even need to like i don't fall asleep while i'm doing it or anything else uh i'll just lay down for 10 to 20 minutes and it's weird like i'll pop up from that and i feel like i just slept a whole night like i'm like fresh like i don't know how it works i don't really need to know how it works but it, you know that helps with the mindfulness too just like taking a second looking around uh, just resetting your brain a little bit you know putting the damn phone down i mean my god we've only got we've only got one life man you know, we've got. You don't know when it ends either. Um, yeah. You, you don't know when it ends, and I think that's a True. really good point. Um, that we're obviously saying, like, you know, if if shit is tough, like, be you know, reframe it, make it good. Obviously, if you're going through like months and months at a job, you're like, if if it's like genuinely like, okay, there's an issue with the job. Like, we're not saying like just live forever in that job and and deal with the hard times constantly it's like you, you sh sure you still need to have a an ability to um look at the bigger picture and understand okay well i can reframe this every day but if it isn't something that i want to keep doing cool then i need to um deploy actions to get me out of the situation we're not saying just like live mis like <laughs> live a miserable life but you're reframing it so you're happy like 
obviously not um but it's if you're doing what's necessary to get to where you want to be and where your future self will will be grateful and it's tough you're reframing this is a this is all based on the assumption that what you're doing that is tough is going to be worth it and something you want to do in the future that makes sense i think um if anyone if anyone's watched this and has strategies that they've used themselves or have questions more questions on stuff we haven't gone into let us know in the comments because we can either spin up another episode or drop into the comments and answer any questions there but we're definitely definitely interested in anyone that's got good strategies um because if yeah if we can all help each other that that makes sense too Right. And and we don't have all the answers. I mean, we can only speak from what's worked for us that we've learned from other people. Um, and, you know, we're it, like I said, it's a practice like you you never like even now I get up and I'm thinking about what I have to do after we get off this call. And I'm like, shit, I don't want to do it. <laughs> and, uh, and, and I'm, you know, I stress about it. And I'll start thinking about it. And so it's not like one day you wake up and you're just cured of anxiety or, or stress or worrying about what you're doing. It's a constant practice. You do get better though. And, and I wouldn't have believed that if I wasn't living it, uh, I have gotten much better. Like I'll feel like that, that negativity coming on now and I'll do my best to deflect it. Sometimes it doesn't work. I mean, sometimes you just get mad and that's just the way it's going to be. But like I said, that doesn't have to be your whole day. If you wake up in a shitty mood tomorrow and you don't get anything done on your list and you're in a bad mood, and you just can't shake it, you're allowed to do that. Um, and your afternoon could be totally different or your next day, you know, so that there are no rules here, but just thinking about it while it's happening will definitely help. When you do get to the stage where you are running your own thing, like the beauty of all of this stuff that we're talking about is that you can experiment, you have the freedom to experiment. So if you're like, I had a period of weeks where I, because I've got clients in, a client in New York, um, I was having like late calls. But what I was also doing is I, the way I was structuring my day was I was doing first drafts of emails in the morning and then like trying to finish them off throughout the day. And they were like seeping into the evening. And I was like knackered, finishing off an email for a call, getting on the call, being even more tired. Right. And then it was like a little cycle that was really like, you know, making me feel like it's, it sucked. But because I, had the freedom to change that i was like cool this isn't working i need to change it so now i'm doing first drafts in the morning but i'm signing all the tasks off by like 1 p.m mm-hmm. and like they're the most it's the most stressful work i do because like the standard is really high so like now it's like 1 p.m i've done it <laughs> it's like and i ha- might have a few calls in the evening but i'm like rocking up to the call i'm like yeah like i've done everything like for the last six hours i've been doing other other stuff um so yeah, that's um, when you when you get to this stage. That's the beauty of it. You have the flexibility, right? You know, being able to structure your day. Uh, like me, I'm in this building here with the gym and the pool and two restaurants. And um, yeah, my day is my day. Now that doesn't always work for me because I have a tendency to run off and do stupid things and like play out with computer platforms and software and toys and things. But um, yeah, it is nice though. You know, like if there's the freedom that we have now being able to change and not have that corporate structure where you're allowed this much for break, this is your lunchtime, you know, these are your calls you have to do. And it goes back to what we were talking about in a previous episode, optimizing your day, whatever works best for you. 
Um, I work better in the morning and then I get a little bit of a second wind in the evening, not for like super intense thinking, but I get like a little creative when I'm trying to, you know, uh, plan for the week or whatever. Um, and this lifestyle is definitely perfect for that. You know, you can work, work in what your optimal work hours are. And then look, if I get fucking tired after lunch, which I do all the time, I just go lay down. I mean, nobody's going to tell me I can't. Even like I've had a few like calls, like from family randomly. Don't get me wrong. Like not like, it's not like there aren't companies that exist to have this kind of flexibility, but it's almost impossible for a company to have this much flexibility, like in all of these things. But, um, just one other example is like, you know, you know just giving my grandmother a call i'm just like having a 45 minute chat at three o'clock in the afternoon with not feeling like oh i need to be back at the desk it's like i'm gonna have this call it also reminds me that so this room that i'm in now the hotel the little trophy room in here i was filming a, a verdict video for one of my software reviews and i had to change my uh i had to change my shirt to like put on something more professional like a polo shirt and the fucking staff walked by and I'm in here with my shirt off with the um, screen, like, like recording. It looked like I was like doing like an OnlyFans or like a, some weird, creepy like video. They like looked at me. I'm like in here with my clothes off. I got the computer going and everything else. So the last time I was in here, I had a little incident. Uh, nobody's come by, crept by and looked in the windows today. So <laughs> I don't know if that's good for the episode, but <laughs> <laughs> But it was super. It was super embarrassing though, because it was like the middle of the night. It was like what? It was like two in the morning, and there's like windows. I don't know if you can see. There's like windows to the outside right here, and I'm like, I walked by, and I'm like, sitting here with my shirt off, with the computer on, with the thing recording, and they're probably thinking like, what kind of weird videos is this guy, you know, making? He's doing those online OnlyFans things or whatever. Yes. So, <laughs> probably a good place to stop the recording. Thanks for listening. The producer of today's show was me. For more content, join us on our YouTube channel at, at Solo Venture, and links to all of our social media will be in the show notes.